Today is Thursday, the 23rd of March, and this week we are focusing our prayers on the forgiveness of God, as demonstrated in the Lord's Prayer when Jesus prays, Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. As I enter prayer now, I pause to be still and to recenter my scattered senses upon the presence of God. The Lord calls us to worship today with the words of Psalm 66, and we join with the ancient praise of all God's people, saying, Come and hear all you who fear God, and I will tell what He has done for my soul. I cried to Him with my mouth, and high praise was on my tongue. If I had cherished iniquity in my heart, the Lord would not have listened, but truly God has listened. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, because He has not rejected my prayer or removed His steadfast love from me. Today I am reflecting on the words of Matthew 18, where Jesus explains how we should respond when another Christian sins against us. If your brother sins against you, Go and tell him his fault, between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. But if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile, and a tax collector. Truly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them. Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me, and I forgive him? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but seventy-seven times. Jesus, forgive us for rehearsing others' faults against us in our head instead of going to them with a gentle acknowledgement of our pain. Jesus, forgive us still for avoiding your command to go to that person alone. Instead, we vent our grievances to other friends under the guise of seeking advice when really we just want self-affirmation. For the ways we overlook the God-given goodness of the church and her leadership in areas of relational trouble, Forgive us. Keep us from tallying the wrongs people do against us, and instead make us ever ready to erase the board and start fresh. A spirit that is quick to forgive can only come from you, Holy Spirit. Would you give us that spiritual fruit in our own hearts? Oh God, how desperate we are for your forgiveness of us, more desperate than we even know 
we pray you would move us towards others in compassion because we know that the one who has been forgiven much loves much. Have mercy, Lord Jesus. Forgiveness, what a weighty concept. For me, it brings up memories of past mistakes and current pitfalls. Forgiveness I need to ask for. Forgiveness I desperately need from God and others. It also reminds me of past hurts and relational disappointments. Forgiveness I am withholding. Forgiveness I need to give. But it's a little bit harder to give it than receive it, right? We desperately want others to stop holding our wrongs against us, but it only seems fair to have a cutoff point for mercy for those who hurt us. Surely there is a line in the sand somewhere for that relationship. No, Jesus says to Peter, there is no line. Unlimited. This passage tells me a few things for sure. One, as a community of people, we will hurt one another. Two, that reconciling with each other takes intentional work. And three, without the giving and receiving of forgiveness, we cannot have real relationship with anyone. It's the way of Jesus. It's the way we are invited to know him. Forgiveness is our greatest need, and He has offered it to us in Christ. Will we offer it to others? Our greatest need is forgiveness, and God gives it to us lavishly. Do you believe His mercy belongs to you today? In relationships where you feel stingy with grace, Ask God to confound you with the extravagant grace He gives you. From whom are you withholding this gracious gift of God? How can you move towards them today in light of God's forgiveness of you? And now, as I prepare to take this time of prayer into the coming day, The Lord who loves me says in the book of Lamentations, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercy never comes to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Now let us pray as Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Today's meditation was written and read by Rachel Stevener, produced by Jess Springer, with music by Michael Anderson.